Oh, well, hello there. I'm Dave Holmes, and welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it's probably the one that bums you out the least. Now, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. But now, teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod is possibly lethal. It's definitely not cool. So for now, it is one comic against another. We have two comics facing off to win this battle. Each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the good comebacks that they've been amassing and writing down in a notebook <laughs> for the last year to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title automatically gives a person's opinion on, well, let's say the fact that Disney is changing its annual pass program more weight than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. Let's meet our contestants. Our first contestant is a stand-up comic. His debut album, Adorable, is out now. It's Orlando Leba. Hello. Hello, buddy. How are you, Dave? I have truly never been better. You haven't? Um, yeah. well, I've never been better in my life. Uh, how are you? What's going on? I, all is great, I guess, for as great as it Good. can be. Having fun, Good. and Good. I'm on your podcast. I'm ready to go, man. I'm hype. I'm hype. I love this. I love this. Your energy is infectious. I got notes. Uh, I don't know what. You no got notes. I got notes. I don't even know what notes I have. Okay. Well, I guess we're about to find out. That, that seems like cheating to me, but I'm going to allow it. Our second contestant is an International Waters favorite. Also a favorite comic of mine. Her one-woman show that I saw in Los Angeles made me laugh so hard, I made a spectacle of myself. Uh, keep an eye on her socials for upcoming projects. It is Holly Byrne. Hello. Hello, Holly Byrne. Hi. Orlando. Oh, Hi, Christian. I'm good, thank you. It's um, it's nearly seven o'clock here in the evening, and it's been a very cold day in old London town. You're in the heart of downtown. I'm in the heart of which downtown. Which the ghost of hustle and bustle haunts you. It does. The theatres, they're all shut up, and the peeps who would wander these streets no longer wander. I am coming to London when all is back to semi-normal. And I'm coming over there. We're going to dance. Seven over, we're going to dance. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Holly, Orlando, welcome. Now, folks, you've met our players. It is time to see who has the better grasp of what matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So, players, if you're ready, you will each now have a chance to tell me what you think is the most important, the most tragically overlooked story or person or place or thing of the last week or two. Orlando, what you got? I got uh, Nicole Kidman playing Lucille Ball. Okay. Talk that, to me. Talk that, to me about it. It just kind of made a splash, but because of everything that's going on, and I was just like, wow, that's, uh, that's the casting that you're going to choose for the great <laughs> Lucille Ball. You know, mm -hmm. someone <laughs> that in real life had a lot of facial movements and a very yes. big mouth, the real Lucille Ball. and a lot of energy, and even if she was sad, you could see it, and then you cast Nicole Kidman 
which uh, she's basically played the same uh, in her last two shows, the same person she's played as, with very minimal uh, facial movements. I, I was yeah. I was like, oh, no one kind of noticed that. That Have we forgotten how wonderful Lucille Ball was as a human being? <laughs> but someone, and we're going to hire the person that can only uh, maybe frown, you know, because... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying she can't play Nicole. She can't. Nicole Kidman can't play Lucille Ball. Maybe she just plays a very. Uh, I don't know. I I really don't know. But I I'm, a haunted I'm, a haunted version of uh, Lucille Ball. Yes, yes. Who has uh, maybe committed murder? Yes, one hundred percent. And is trying yeah. to cover it up like low key because you know yeah. I, there's enough money. We could cover this up. So it's either Orlando. that. Or, yes, Holly. Orlando, look he, here. It is. If you'd been in a relationship and you were married to a man who was the leading figure in a cult, would your face work now? Mm. You see? Do you see what I mean? I mean, to be honest, she's lived through a lot. She's got rid of all her expressions having to deal yeah. with the little one, hasn't she? She's, and, got, and you, she's, used, and, she's used all her muscles up just bearing with him, yeah? Yes. Even yes. just looking down on him, she, she, it's a long way to go down there, isn't it? Yeah. And I think she might have done one of those clear activities and she held on to those ones because, you know, in uh, in that cult or that yeah. religion for tax yeah. purposes, yeah. Uh, they hold on to little ones and they tell the truth. And I, I want to yeah. assume that she's held on are, too hard and she's just got yeah. rid of all her muscles yeah. in her face. Yeah, yeah. it's tr it's really a tragedy. It's not really something you should be laughing about, is it? Yeah, yeah, no, mm -hmm. it isn't. But, you know. They cast her to play Lucille Ball, the most greatest facial expressionist comedian. <laughs> Orlando Leba brings to the table the legendarily rubber-faced Nicole Kidman. Uh, uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, 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 that's uh, true. Holly Byrne, what you got? Hi. Well, I was reading an interesting one. It's actually something that happened in London just this week. Do you know oh. that um, Gwyneth Paltrow, her legendary goop, her goop brand, you know, um, of fame, she brought out a candle that's called um, Smells Like My Vagina. And a woman in North London, she's a media consultant, she's called Jodie Thompson, and this candle exploded. And um, it, it caused a fire in her flat and her and her husband had to chuck it out the window. They chucked it out the window? I didn't hear that no, part of the story. No, they chucked it out the window. They chucked it out the window. The candle exploded and it emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. I've never seen anything like it, said Jodie Thompson, 50. The whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. That's what happens with flames, I'm afraid, Jodie. <laughs> There was an inferno <laughs> in the room, an inferno. Of course, poor Jodie. Of course, Jodie was a media consultant. Do you know who else is going to buy one of these candles? A wow. media uh. consultant, whatever that means. And her part, she lives with her partner, <laughs> David Snow, and they threw okay. the flaming candle out the front door, David. Sorry, the front out door. The front door thank god there's no hustle and bustle in london <laughs> no, now because somebody got... might have gotten vagina burns but exactly so what i'm saying is gwyneth paltrow should be taken gwyneth paltrow actually you know what should happen to gwyneth paltrow she should be impeached 
I, I'm going to say it for crimes, no crimes against women. So what do we got? Kidman versus Paltrow? We got Lucy versus Goop? What do we, what do we, what do we? What do you want to say? Is it? What do you want to call it? What's, what's a better? What what buzz in words? Or face versus Noonie? I think face versus Noonie really that really <laughs> encapsulates it. Fine. It definitely it, it it encapsulates it and enraptured me. All right, it is face versus Noonie on this episode of Troubled Waters. Let's start the show with a round we are calling the importance of being Ernie. I had <laughs> the opportunity to sit down with Winston Zeddemore himself. Ernie Hudson. I'm uh, Winston Zettimore, Yana. I've only been with the company for a couple of weeks. But I gotta tell you, I have seen shit that'll turn you white. Monroe Kelly, I'm your great white hunter for this trip, though I happen to be black. So your body, man, you, you died. You got buried. Uh, are you some kind of ghost? Boo. Ernie Hudson? Yes. Can I borrow your phone? Who are you going to call? That's a big Twinkie. We decided to engage him in an Ernie Hudson-themed round of This or That. It's very straightforward. Our writers looked up and down and all through his IMDb page, which is deep and unbelievable. Um, they created This or That prompts based off roles that he has played in the past. So I asked him questions, asked him to choose one, This or That. You players will buzz in. You say what your answer would be. If it matches Ernie's, you will get a point. It will make sense once we get started, I promise. You ready? Oh my goodness, Ernie Hudson. I am so glad you are able to join us on Troubled Waters today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's good to just talk to people in general. <laughs> I, I took it for granted. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's uh, after being so closed in for so long, it's great to just have adult conversations. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, so we have had our writers diving into your career. You have had, I mean, the credits are as long as my arm. We unearthed a radio ad um, for what I believe is your 1976 film debut, The Human Tornado. Have, have, you, have you listened to the radio ad lately? Um, no, I haven't. Uh, I, no, no. Are you kidding? I haven't. Uh, no. Are, are you... Um, Are you interested in listening to it? Because sure, it yeah, might, no, I, I, I didn't even. It, yeah. it, it might just provide the lift that your day needs. Watch out, Mister! Here comes the twister. This is Rudy Ray Moore. Yes, I'm the Human Tornado. I chain down thunder and handcuff lightning. I'm so damn strong, it's sometimes frightening. I grabbed the star traveling a million miles a minute and slowed it down to the state speed limit. Yes, I'm the human tornado. I mean. <laughs> uh, he's got a new film out. It's called Redemption Day. It was just released on VOD. Got to talk to him for a little bit about his past roles and his new movie. Um, I'm, I, it was an absolute treat. He is such a nice guy. And now let's yeah. get right up to the present day. Uh, you're in a new film called Redemption Day. What can you tell us about it? Yeah. Well, Redemption Day, Gary Dearden, uh, who, um, uh, is starring in it, worked on my show. I produced a show on BT called, uh, The Family Business. And Gary played my nephew. And when I found out this show he was going to be starring in, uh, I really like him a lot. And I was so happy to be able to join him on it but also uh, the director is from morocco and um and had 
written the story. I read the script and I love the script. And uh, my wife's favorite movie is Casablanca. And the fact that it was shooting in Morocco meant that she was definitely pushing me to do it. Yeah. But um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful action movie. Um, I didn't get to kick in the door and uh, shoot people, but uh, but I'm I'm the dad and uh-huh. I and I'm good with it. Let's dive in. Here is your first this or that. Um, all right, sequels, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2 or Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous. Okay. Is that a real film? Which do you? The yeah. one about the Chihuahuas? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I'm saying that one. You're saying that one? Yeah. All right. Let's listen to our answer. Uh, you know, probably um, uh, the Ch- Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, <laughs> only because I got to play a dog. Sure. And uh, or at least voice the dog. And uh, and it was uh, kind of interesting to once again, I kind of like the whole exploration of what what is a dog thing? How does a dog respond? And, and if I really were a dog, you know, and I'm looking at my dog trying to figure out how would he be in this situation? So um, so I, I think I love that. I, I miss congeniality. I love the first one. Mm-hmm. Love Sandra Bullock. And uh, I'd work with her anytime doing anything. Yeah. Uh, but a big, 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 big fan of, of Sanders. Just not even so much as an actress, but as a human being. I just think she's beautiful. Yeah, she seems like a good hang. Okay. Wow, so, he couple is things. full Lee Strasberg, isn't he? Went absolute dog method. What would a dog think? How would a dog lick? How would a dog lick? How would a dog lick? What does sound like? What's he thinking? Well, how much information is the dog getting by the lick? <laughs> yes. All right. Now, the, the neither of these is a role that you have played, but you've done the show. Right. So, Grace or Frankie? Frankie. No. Oh. Oh, Orlando's hand went up. Buzz. That's not a buzzer. That's not a buzzer. Orlando. That isn't a buzzer. That isn't a buzzer. Yeah, the rules. You, you should buzz in. Yeah, we yeah. got to play by the rules. I'm so sorry. Go Holly. Holly, Holly buzzed in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said Grace Frankie. or Frankie. I said Frankie. And why? Because she's the. She, I've got the right one, haven't I? She's the kooky one, the sort of, um, the, sure. bo- the boho one. Um, yeah. I think that's just a more obvious choice, a fonder. He's never going to go a fonder. Wow. Well, let's find out. Well, um, <laughs> well, I, I, I love Frankie. You yeah. know, I love Frankie. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I love them both for different reasons. I and mean, I really admire Jane Fonda. Um, she's just truly amazing. Great career. Um, and just been an inspiration. Um, but uh, Frankie or Lily Tomlin, she's just beautiful. She's just fun to, to work with. She's uh, I had met her before I did the show. And when I met her, I just I just I like her. As, she was she down to earth and easy to talk to. And whereas Jane was easy to talk to, but it was always. There was a kind of formality about it that yeah. um, that really doesn't have Lily's kind of lily and um and and it felt like felt closer in that sense of connecting okay. i don't know if that makes any sense oh that makes jane sense. is jane is jane is is She's royal you yeah know? yeah she is and and i don't think you're not trying to be she just has that presence and sure. uh uh but lily is you know just you know you can roll up your sweat i mean she's just down to let's just talk about it you know yeah mm. i Sorry. love this guy i love this yeah. human being. Anybody that orders white 
flowers in their dressing room he doesn't like. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He'll sniff you out. Uh, let's keep moving. Um, okay, favorite character name, Israel Bacon or John Wayne Jet Wayne Jr.? Bacon. Oh, Orlando. John Wayne Jet Wayne uh, something Jr. Yeah, it's just more fun to say. Yes, right? you have to love a name like that. You have to love a name like that. Let's find out. <laughs> John Wayne Jet Wayne Jr., just because it's so weird. Yeah. But Israel Bacon, what was the Israel on? Do you know? NBA 2K. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I never actually saw it. So, okay. Um, that, yeah, so, yeah. John Wayne Jet Wayne Jr., it's a fine yeah. name. When they did that uh, NBA uh, 2K, they... Um, you know, they, they take your whole image and they do all that. And then they, they made me bald, which was kind of weird. I'm like, why, why am I? Right. Anyway, there's nothing to do with anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, we have a tie game and we have an Ernie Hudson. Who's just, you know, letting it all out. What a great interview. What Listen, a great he's interview. Not afraid to tell me which of his projects. He's just never bothered. What see. was that? Pro- what was that thing that you hadn't, he hadn't seen? Oh, it was a it was a, a video game, basketball video game. Oh, good grief! I don't blame him. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, okay. You've had recurring roles on both of these shows. Which one okay. would you reboot? Saint Elsewhere or Desperate Housewives? Beep. Ooh. Oh, Holly got in there with a Holly. Beep. Holly got in there with a beep. Desperate Housewives. Which Come is on. not your buzzing word, but I'll take it. <laughs> Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. I go saying elsewhere. Well, let's see. I mean, you both got an answer in there, so let's just see. Oh, it's saying elsewhere. Oh, yeah, what? A quick answer on that one. Yeah, saying elsewhere. Saying elsewhere, I, uh, because I really felt a real part of the story. Um, there was purpose being there. I played a fireman who had been badly injured in a, in a fire. And um, and I really loved Fon- Tom Fontana, who eventually produced and wrote Oz. Uh, Denzel was on the show, so I had a lot of fun, or I enjoyed working that show. Desperate Housewives, I never really felt connected to anybody. I think they they hired me on the show, and I did several episodes, but I don't think they really knew what to do with me. Uh, The character that I kind of replaced had got another show, and, uh, and so they brought me in to be the detective. But when he was a detective, he had a relationship. He was stalking me. He had a purpose there. When they brought me in, uh, they didn't really, uh, I, don't, I didn't know who the character was. I mean, why am I here? I would come in and do something or say something and then disappear. And uh, I, 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 li- I like the people, but I just never felt like I got a chance to really work with anyone. Okay. That was a disappointing, it was, it was a disappointing show. I mean, I did the show because I wanted to do the show, but it was very disappointing. Okay. I love this guy. I, He's great, right? Dave, you've, you've opened up the world of... Ernie Hudson to me. You've opened it. I did it. I love this guy. I think I Barbara Walters it. Why isn't this everywhere? Why isn't this interview everywhere? I need. Oh, it will be. Oh, it will be. It just hasn't been officially released yet. But I think with certain people, this is what you have to do. Yeah. You know, with 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 some people, yeah, you get them on a nice set with some flowers and a gauzy, you know, uh, camera effect. Yeah. And you try to make them cry. Sometimes you just make them uh, play a podcast, you know, game. Yeah. And they'll just start spilling. Yeah. Now, I'm going to give you a point for that, even though you didn't, I mean, you, you didn't win the, the toss on the, on the buzzing. No, I got it. I got but it. I got it. 
Let's see if he remains the, the Ernie Hudson of your dreams as we go to our next This or That. Weekend Night Network Television Classics. The Incredible Hulk okay. or Fantasy Island? Well, it's The Incredible Hulk, isn't it? Uh, obviously, it's know. a handle cool. Um, I'd say The Incredible Hulk because that's it's fascinating. The guy goes green and he gets big and he rips his clothes off. Mm, okay. I mean, yeah, you've, you've really drilled down to the heart of that show. <laughs> Let's find out what the answer is. Oh, Fantasy Island. Okay. Oh. Explain. Fantasy Island. Well, okay. Uh, Incredible Hulk was um, more fun to do. Yeah. Um, because it was just more action. It was just silly. And, um, you know, the fight scene and all that. But Fantasy Island, uh, Ricardo uh, Montalban um, was one of the first shows I worked in. Ricardo was so gracious. Yeah. And I, I, I got on the show and they had all these um, uh, old stars, Howard Duff and a bunch of people. And, uh, and so I kind of stay, I tend to stay to myself. I mean, I'm here to do my job and I was in my dressing room and Ricardo came over and he introduced himself and he says, come, come. And he took me around and oh. he introduced me to everybody. So, you know, grandly and said, this is uh, Ernie, you know, my friend. And, and he sat down and he had lunch with me and, uh, I, I was, I, I was blown away. I, 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 I just, I, I I, he's the only actor I ever wrote a thank you note to. I was so appreciative of him extending himself. I mean, a heartwarming story. Oh, it's too much I for knew, a pandemic. I knew the answer. I knew the answer. Well, why I, didn't I, you buzz? I knew the answer. I didn't want to buzz in. I wanted Holly to get in there and say, <laughs> yo, I figured him out. I feel like I figured him out. And you, as soon as you said Fantasy Island, I thought Ricardo Bontemar, the gentleman. Like, this guy was... A, I'm sorry, that name again? Uh, I, I always say it wrong, and I'm Hispanic. Okay. Ricardo Montalban, which he has a great charity called Nosotros that helps out actors of minorities uh, break into the business with acting lessons, voice lessons, uh, script breakdowns and stuff like that. It's a great charity that he set up oh. before he passed away. He was a wonderful human being. And now... Ernie confirms it. Took us out to takes me to lunch. He wrote, you know, amazing. Come on, and you know, you know that uh, Ricardo Montalban was the kind of person to go, come, 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 come. You know, come on. I just like I knew that about him. Have you have you ever ate empanadas? (laughs) Isn't that a street food? You just plated it like that. That's a nice plate. (laughs) Yes. These are, uh, I love all these, ga- these Hollywood guys that are coming out as just these nice, genuine guys. Yes. How about it? How about it? Uh, do we have another? We have one more. We have one more. Okay. Last but not least, Ernie Hudson, this or that. Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters theme song, Ghostbusters, or Bobby Brown's Ghostbusters 2 theme song, On Our Own. Buzz. Oh, Orlando. Ray Parker's. Now, why is that? Is that a beloved song for you as well? A uh, beloved song for me. I got to I gotta feel he's, from what I'm getting from Ernie, he's a guy who who's down to earth and he appreciates uh, certain moments in his life. And I want to say he, he appreciates the original Ghostbusters so that... Uh, includes everything about the original Ghostbusters, including the theme song. Okay, let's listen for an answer. (laughs) 
Uh, Ray Parker's. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, Bobby Brown, and, and that was great. Ray Parker. It was the original. Sure. Honestly, people say you must be really sick of that song. I never got sick of that song. I love <laughs> the song. I can sing the song. Um, sure. And I really like. I, I really like Ray. I, I like Bobby. I don't know Bobby as well. Ray's a neighbor and a good friend, so I've known him yeah. for a while. After we, I didn't know him before we made the movie, but but I, 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 I think it's a great song. I, I can't imagine Ghostbusters without that song. It's such right. a part of Ghostbusters. I'm telling you, Ernie is the type of guy who still talks to his friends that he went to high school with. He's that Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. He gets them together once a year. Yes. He picks up a tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. It, 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 Class this is, no questions asked. This is yes. too much mid-pandemic, isn't it? I mean, yeah. to, to meet a guy like that, wow. Yeah. I mean, you thought you, thought you were finished. With, with the magic of making a new friend. You weren't. <laughs> you made a new one today. His name is Ernie Hudson. Uh, at the end of that round, the scores are, I believe, four to two. Yes. Four for face. Two for Nooney. <laughs> mm-hmm. I only come up yeah, with two. You yeah, you got two. You know. Oh, I've got it on my game, I'm afraid, for this one, Orlando. No, but those be, two, the be, two that you got were fantastic. They you're going to be great, laughing on the other fun. side of your face in a minute. Whoa, I don't know what that means I, at all. I don't know. <laughs> but let's <laughs> sounds interesting. Yeah. Sounds like a Nicolas Cage round. movie. It does. You know, my feeling, I don't know if you saw the 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 trailer for the new one. It's like welcome to is it welcome to Ernie's or something like that? It's like he's trapped in a in a Chuck E. Cheese and the and the animatronics come to life and he has to beat them all to death. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Have you made I'm that sorry. up? Haven't, is that a real Nicholas Cage film? I haven't seen this trailer. This could mm-hmm. 100% be something that you're making up, Dave, but I believe it's a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. They always sound very uh, unreal, don't they? Yes. They really do. My, my theory on the whole thing, because I mean, the trailer is him just like screaming and hitting things with a bat, and I think that's just his reality, mm-hmm. and every couple months they just build a set around him yeah. and just like, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I love that story. Um, I know we're going off, but I love that Nicolas Cage story where he moved into a house in New Orleans and then people came at night and were with candles and they're chanting outside. And he's like, this is weird. This is crazy. These people know that I'm here. And he took off running like in the middle (laughs) of the night. He takes off and goes to a hotel and never goes back to the house and sells the house because all these people showed up at the house. It turned out that the house that he bought was a famous house, part of this uh, ghost tour in New Orleans. Ah! (laughs) And it was just it was just a tour that doesn't even know that Nicolas Cage is inside. Oh, and he doesn't know about that. He doesn't do the basic research that you do when you buy a house in a new neighborhood. He owns swords. Nicolas Cage owns owns swords. You got lots. Like he's gone into debt for swords. For swords. Like he's doing movies to, for, to pay off swords. I got Conan sword, bro. I got to do this movie. I got oh like that. Oh, just not give it to me. He actually, you know, he's oh, holding it. He's Jesus. holding it till I make the last payment. He just did a commercial <laughs> with the Conan sword. It's my sword. I I have a down payment. On it. Oh, he's American treasure. Treasured. It. Uh, so is Ernie Hudson. So is Ernie Hudson. Yeah. And by the way, our next round, mm-hmm. this is a round we are calling 
around about sea shanties because that's <gasps> what it is. Now, oh, Holly just got real excited. I'm here. Now, I, you, maybe you knew this. I myself am not on TikTok because I'm afraid of it. But because of TikTok and its duet function, there has been uh, an explosion in sea shanties that we have not seen since the original heyday of the sea shanty which was in movies. Now, you may also have noticed that TikTok users only seem to know one sea shanty, and it's, uh, it's the Weller Man. It's a New Zealand sea shanty. Uh, so now we are jumping on the bandwagon, or the band barge, or whatever. We have some friends of the show. We got them to record versions of the Weller Man, but the lyrics have been changed ever so subtly. So that the song is not about a Weller Man, whatever that is, but about another type of man. Okay? So we're going to play you the verse. You buzz in if you know the kind of man that the sea shanty is about. And then we'll play the chorus and we'll see if you're right. Again, yeah. as with Ernie, you'll be skeptical at first and then you'll fall in love. First up, friend of the show, Danielle Radford, singing about some kind of man. Let's find out. There once was a meme that got out of hand A moral panic that it should be banned A faceless creature in a big black suit Who's scary if you're twelve Faceless creature? Come on, Holly Byrne. Do we get and any a, clues? A Do we get any clues? This no. man might uh, be skinny. I think children have gone to prison for him. Charles Manson? No. Okay. Well, let's let's li no, let's listen to the answer. Let's listen to the answer. Soon may the slender man come to bring us a mythos that's underdone. One day when the murders are done, perhaps he will say sorry. Slender man. The slender man. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm out. Sorry. Well, I'm yeah. like you. But maybe I'm like you, Dave. I haven't embraced TikTok at all. I have my name there, yeah. but I I just haven't. Oh, I haven't done that. I, I should have done that. I. Uh, yeah, but you don't need to know TikTok. You just need to know different kinds of man. You know, okay, so our next one, this next one, is sung by our friend Josh Gondelman. Mm -hmm. We should have done one that yeah. was Josh Gondelman. Um, but it's, we, he's not singing about Josh mm -hmm. Gondelman. He is Josh Gondelman. Here's his shanty. What kind of man is he talking about? He was a hero in a Broadway show. Tune and lyrics written by Bono. But this is a tale of woe. The critics didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't Here, know that okay, Broadway Bono show. written this Broadway show. Oh, he sure did. He sure did. A Bono oh. and the Edge, as a matter of fact. Oh, it would have to be. And lyrics um, for a Broadway show that lasted longer than you would think and was also like the leading cause of injury in the state of New York for its entire Broadway run, if that helps at all. Is it like a jukebox um, musical? Is it about their songs? No, it's not about their songs. It was original songs. It was original songs. However, the property that it was based around is extremely well known. And there is a new film about this man like every year. Ow! Three times. Santa! Since. No, it's not Santa. God's sake. Come on, Orlando. Chip I in. Mean, come on. Um, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Sp Holly. Yes, Spider Man. Is that true? Spider Man. Yes. <laughs> Yes. See, you're getting it. If I have to drag Hang you through it, on. you're gonna get Hang it. All right, on. let's listen to that uh, chorus. 
Soon may the Spider-Man come He shoots out webs but not from his bum One day when the movies are done We'll get a break from Spidey Spider-Man What house does he live in? I don't know What What was the building? What was the building you said it was about? You said something about the property is very famous building or something The property, the Spider-Man property Oh, that, that Really the threw intellectual me off co- property. That threw me off course. Totally uh, threw me off course. Santa's not a building. Yeah, you're right. I still said Santa. That's not a building. Fine. We, we're clarified now. Thank you. Okay. Okay. But it's she about- has one. All right. Holly has one. She has one. I got a tie. I got a tie. How many Four, more three. do we have? Four, three. I, 17. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Allie Gertz, friend of the show. Mm. As our next C, Shanti. Question asked by fools. How can I carry all my tools? Well, by the thing of which we sing, it's many tools in one. The handyman. Kind of man. No. Oh. It, what kind of man is many tools in one? Can I say Inspector Gadget Man? No, because that's not a thing. Well, I just I mean, stuck. can say it. <laughs> I stuck man on the end, you see. Um, yeah. I will say this is not an actual man. It's it's a product with the man at the end. Do we have them here? Our British co-head writer wrote this, so you must. Oh, this is really going to annoy me because I know I know yeah, what this is. is. All right, let's listen. Soon may the leather man come. Who knew pliers could be such fun? Tell your friends and they'll be stunned. It folds up in your pocket. Is that why I'm not married? Because I don't know any of these men. Mm. They're all single. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Here's our head writer, Riley Silverman. She is singing about a kind of man. Let's listen. We sing of a place in the Irish Sea. It's a British crown dependency. And the birthplace of all three BGs. Its flag has got three legs on. Isle of Man! Isle of Man! Isle of Man. Way to go, Isle of Man. Holly. See, uh, even Orlando is excited, and he didn't even get the. Point. I didn't even get it the. It is a point. tie, Holly. You it's delivered a tie for your people. Game. I, thank of you, British thank you, Orlando. Descent. You're so positive, Orlando. You've oh. not got a competitive streak in your body, have you? <laughs> it's very refreshing. All right, if one of you gets this, the mm. tie is broken. Mm. Number five. Mm-hmm. What man is Hal Lublin? Sea Shantian about. There once was a song that I loved so much About wanting to be really butch It's been ruined by that such and such He played it at his rallies <gasps> I will say this is by uh, a group of six people who you might see in your village. Uh, All different kinds of people. Love- village people! Yes, but what song Yes. Is oh, shit. Well, what's the song? Uh, YMCA! About being real butch. <laughs> no. Get boys, boys, boys! The building man, the 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 bad man, the good man, the man on the bike, the 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 D I S C O man. A big no. bo- 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 big I'll man. Who who did Hulk Hogan used to wrestle against? Yeah, that's really not going to help me. You don't. That's um, not my wheelhouse. Uh, tortilla chips with uh, with melted cheese did, on them and did. onions nachos. on nachos. Nacho man. But nacho it's. Man. Yes! Macho, macho, macho man! I wanna be a macho man! Macho, macho man! I wanna be a macho man! Oh, oh this is 
Now, listen, Hal's going to sing the chorus that. now. It's not, it's not going to, it's not. You will have done it. Oh. But let's listen to Hal Loveling because he did help us out. Soon may the macho man come, macho, 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 macho man. I want to be a macho man, a macho, macho man. Yeah, he did a pretty good job. Thank you, Danielle Radford. Thank you, Hal Lublin. Uh, thank you, Josh Gondelman. Thank you, Allie Gertz. Thank you, Riley Silverman. Um, thank you, uh, all of the, the sailors who have died at sea over the centuries. Uh, that was a real journey. And at the end of that <laughs> round, uh, Holly's got five for her knee, and, uh, and Orlando's got four. It's still very tight. It's a very, it's a very, it's a very close game. We're going to take a little break because we need it. And we'll be right back. I'm Jesse Thorne. On the next Bullseye, we've got the one and only Ted Danson. We'll talk about his new show, Mr. Mayor, about Cheers, and about the secret to success in comedy. I mean, I, I feel like one of your signature comedic moves at this point uh, in your career is gazing. Uh, you do a lot of interesting gazing. <laughs> I also love this. Gazing. I love that. And if I'm not, I'm going to start because that's great. That's Bullseye. Find it on MaximumFun.org, NPR.org, and wherever you get podcasts. Hey there, beautiful people. Did you hear that good, good news? Something about the baby Jesus? Mm, he's coming back. Or do you mean the fact that <laughs> Apple Podcasts has named Fanti one of the best shows of 2020? I mean, we already knew that we was hot stuff, but a little external validation never hurts, okay? Hosted by me, writer and journalist Jared Hill. And me, the ebony enchantress myself, Travel <laughs> <laughs> Anderson. Fanti is your home for complex conversations about the gray areas in our lives, the people, places, and things. We're huge fans of, but got some anti-feelings toward. You name it, we fan-tie you. Nobody's off limits. Check us out every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your Slayworthy audio. Hello and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for the, the idea that Nicole Kidman can play absolutely anyone including yeah. beloved comedic actress Lucille Ball, Orlando Leba, uh, and playing for Gwyneth Paltrow's Noonie Candle, Holly Burke. She's got five points. He's got four points. As we move into a round called Name That Tube. Last week, the first official Marvel Studios TV series debuted on Disney+. Plus. It's called WandaVision. I hear it's great. It's a surreal, mysterious story about the Scarlet Witch and Vision, I guess living within a sitcom. It, play, it pays homage to the look and the feel of classic sitcoms with its visuals and its writing. I have never sat through an entire uh, Avengers movie, so I'm afraid of it. But today, we are going to revisit a few of those old sitcoms ourselves through their iconic theme songs. So we're going to play you a series of clips, classic sitcom themes. You buzz in with your buzz-in word, face and noony. Uh, when you recognize it and let us know what it is, it truly is that simple. After the last two rounds, I know you don't trust me, but believe me, <laughs> it is that simple. Okay, one of you may have an advantage in question number one. Face. Noonie. Orlando. Lucille. The Lucille Ball Show. Lucy. What was I love Lucy, but I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. I love Lucy. All right, number two. 
Oh, believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh. Is it Days of Our Lives? It's not Days of Our Lives, I'm afraid. Orlando? The guy's a hero. He doesn't know how to fly. I can't think of the name. Well, it was Greatest American Hero, but it actually wasn't. It was Growing Pains. It was? <laughs> All it right. was. Wow. The, the, I wonder if that composer also composed the uh, Greatest American Hero. I mean, they do sound nothing alike when you think of it. Um, <laughs> uh, are you in Los Angeles, Orlando? Yes. So Kirk Cameron from Growing Pains is like public enemy number one mm -hmm. right now. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but he's been having anti-mask rallies at malls. Oh, yes, man. yes, yes. He's, yeah, he was so cool in Growing Pains, but it's, uh, you know, sometimes you go down the wrong algorithm and mm -hmm. you end sometimes up at a mall with no mask. I knew you were an actor. Didn't know you were a doctor, but Didn't know you were a doctor. <laughs> I didn't know you were a doctor. Uh, theme two, number three. I dream of Jean. Oh, it, oh no! yes, Orlando, you got it. It was no! I dream of Jean. I knew Jean. that one too. Well, but you didn't say it, Ollie. You have to say You're it. Right. That's how we know. You're right, Dave. You know. You're right. That's how we know. All right, theme, tune, number four. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for you. Different strokes. Different oh. strokes. Different strokes. Oh. Uh, and you know what? For five bonus points, just for the hell of it, can you spell the name of the show as it appeared? Di different strokes? Yeah. Yes. D-I-F-F-E-R-E-N-T-S. Holly, sit down. Ding. No. It was D-I-F-F apostrophe R-E-N-T. Oh, because you see, no. they were in a hurry. They were in a rush. They couldn't, they couldn't pronounce that silent E. Of course they, they couldn't. They were putting apostrophes all over the joint then. Oh, no. That's the worst. That should have been cancelled on the first ep. Ooh. All right. Theme tune number five. Life is such a sweet insanity. The more you learn, the less you know. In the heart of Unmistakable voice of Roberta Flack singing the theme song. Yeah. Oh. To... oh, was it? Now, I will say, man, this show changes name a lot. She's got short. She's got short brown hair, and she's got a long Sometimes. coat on, and it's the seventies, and it's called Mandy or Mindy or Pimpy or. Poopy oh no! Or... Are you thinking Mary Tyler Moore? Oh, maybe so I'm thinking of Mary Tyler. No, I'm not thinking of Mary. I'm not thinking, thinking of Mary Tyler, Tyler Moore because that's different. But what's this one called? This one. <laughs> Started as Valerie, then became Valerie's family, then became the Hogan family. Mm. Yeah. They weren't consistent. How, how am I supposed to stick with a show yeah. that doesn't respect me trying to keep track of things? Doesn't respect you, doesn't respect Valerie Harper. Yeah. Disrespectful all the way around. All right. Uh, yeah. Next theme tune. This is all Holly. Holly should know this. Come on, Holly. If it's not the Perry Mason theme tune, I'm, tune, I'm out. 
Fuck was that? Hard. It was the Perry Mason theme tune. I think it was. I really don't think it was. <laughs> I really don't think it was at all. It, it sounded like it, something that it, like a bumbling elephant would be doing something on a Looney Tunes cartoon. Well, he was a big guy. He was a big guy. That's true. That's a sensitive issue. That was the odd couple. Mm, nah. The odd couple. Nah. All right. Our next theme song. I keep wanting to say theme tune and soon. theme song theme at soon. the same time, and it comes out theme soon. Oh, no. What are kids scared at night of? The dog. And what else? Scooby and what Doo. else? Uh, uh, wet in the pants. No, the- they're scared in the dark. They come out of them. They come out of the closet. Uh, the gays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was, of course, the theme song to the classic '60s sitcom, The Gays. No, Orlando, you you seem to know it. Yes. <laughs> You're a very Mon- giving person. To take <laughs> yeah. it. So this point, you need it. Yeah. Oh, the monsters. I'm going to give it to you, Orlando. It was the Monsters. This is going terribly. All right. Terribly. Thank you for giving me that point. I did mean it. English Thank you. Yeah, no, I knew. I felt it. I Thank felt you, it. Orlando, for helping me, even when you, oh. you couldn't help yourself. All right, thank you. It's a, it's a lovely part of the pandemic when someone who's helpless helps somebody else who's helpless too. You know, I'm And they to get be... nowhere together. I'm trying to be my better me until we can You're go back You're trying out to be your world. Ernie Hudson, aren't you? I am. I am. We started this show with inspiration, and it's carried us through. All right. Our next theme song. Face. Wings? Wings. Holy shit. The hardest one of the bunch by a mile, and you got it. I wanted to be a pilot when I was a kid. I used to watch. Is this that true? Show. Yeah. I mean, you're still young. No, I failed the test. The the only the army and the marines wanted me. The navy and the air force wouldn't even take me to breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Did you go and join the yeah, army? The army, and the, marines? the army and the navy recruiters. They would come and pick me up from school, and they would take me to breakfast at Shoney's. This is in South Florida, by the Miami International Airport. And they were like, Orlando, you're about to graduate. We got your scores. You know, what would you like to do? And I was like, I want to be a pilot. And they were like, no, no, you can't be a pilot. You didn't, you didn't test high enough to be a pilot. And then I was like, oh, okay, can I be the guy who sits next to the pilot? And they were like, no, also a pilot. You can't be a co-pilot. Oh, Orlando. But the thing is, I always think that it, that's why loads of famous people die early is because they all like um, drive their own planes and they all crash them. Like the only person who's gotten away with it so far is um, Callista Flockhart's husband. A lot of you're absolutely right that a lot of like famous people are like, I was funny on that show so I can fly a plane. Mm-hmm. Nah, honey. Yeah. OK, our final theme tune is this one. The Dick Van Dyke Show, starring Dick Van Dyke. Uh, Noonie. So buzz in. 
Yes. Um, I think it's Dick Van Dyke show. You're absolutely starring right. Dick Van Played Dyke, me. starring Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins, yeah, and Mary he Poppins. and Mary Tyler Moore and, and Mary, Mary Tyler, Tyler Moore. Moore Orlando, That's but the... I feel like I should give that point to Orlando because he was so gracious in defeat, and no, he literally fine. handed it right to he, you with oh, his no, hand. It's great. No, but no. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Holly. He didn't need it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Face has won nine to six. I just feel as Americans. And after the years that we've had with the rest of the world, yeah. we should be reaching out and say, hey, we're still nice people. You know? Yeah, we should be cultivating our special relationship. We, we need to cultivate. Right. Yeah, we need to re-nurture. That... We're nurturing our relationship. That's I am single-headedly really... I love nurturing that. our international. Because nobody else is going to nurture us soon, you know, that we're going to be ostracized from the rest of the world. So if, you're gonna, if we're going to nurture the special relationship, I am down with that. Uh, congratulations, Orlando. You are our winner. Uh, it comes with a uh, never-ending uh, pasta pass. At, uh, nice. That's not true. Love pasta. Not true it's not true at all. Uh, I wish it were true. Uh, all right. It is now time for our famed end of show, plugs. Tell us what you're working on, and then to write the karmic balance in the universe, something that you love that somebody else did that you want to bring the world's attention to. Orlando, we will start with you. Uh, something that I'm working on right now, I've, I've had the wonderful blessing that my comedy special, Adorable, uh, has been uploaded to HBO Max. So if you go to Ooh. HBO Max, my comedy special, Adorable, is on HBO Max. And also, mm -hmm. Adorable, the audio album or LP is streaming on all the streaming networks, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, Google Music. And even Napster. Napster's still out there, people. Great. What? I love it. I love it. Well love done. It. HBO Max. And then something someone else did that you're loving. Something that uh, I'm loving that Dave Holmes introduced me to Ernie Hudson. Aww. I am 100% loving yeah. that. I'm not just gassing you up. I'm not blowing smoke <laughs> up your bum. I am no. telling you. 100%. I am loving that you reintroduced me to Ernie Hudson, and I can't wait till this interview goes out there. I know. I'm telling you, it's going to be, you're going to feel it. You're going to know about it. You're going to got, it's going to be seismic. Yeah. It's going to, you're going to feel the drop of it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, thank you. Holly Byrne, what you got? Hi. Well, um, the, Hi. the pandemic has rather slowed things down thus far. So I was meant right. to be filming a web series that I've written, um, but that's not happening. That's been had to be shifted numerous times. So we're hoping to film it in, in the end of March when things settle down again. Um, so if you wouldn't mind looking out for that in a, couple, in a few months' time and just keep an eye on things that I'm doing a podcast and a new youtube thing but um it's all sort of in the um on the offing if you just go to hollyburn comedy on any of the platforms or you can watch my special which is on amazon prime and it's on um britbox as well if you have that I suppose it's you on don't. britbox i think it's on britbox yeah yeah it's on Br you have britbox do you do you pay for it yeah, i gotta watch my coronation street <laughs> Oh, do you, you think I'm? Do you think I'm kidding? You really? Holly Byrne, I'm not fucking kidding. Amazing, Absolutely. it's a Britbox. Um, and yep. then what I would say, and all, just go keep to my socials on um Instagram and what well, all the other ones, Twitter. Um, and then I would say for my karma, I would say, 
I just love a an act called Dina Martina, who is, yeah, you right. That was a real gasp. Do you do you know do you know him? Oh, I never I never miss her when she's in L.A. She's the greatest. The greatest thing, and I honestly think sometimes comedy is too comedy comedy. Do you know what I mean? And it's too mm-hmm. and you need something outside of comedy to be truly funny. And I think Dina Martina is drag and more performance arty maybe rather than being in the comedy um part of the comedy circuit as it were is more cabaret I would think do you, do you know what it, is that right is that correct mm-hmm. you think yeah, I, but right. I just think it's the, the 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 funniest most incredible unique just I just I I find her amazing and I'd say one of the videos where she's in a lift um, where she's doing a sort of like an infomercial about her daughter going to college is one of the greatest things put on um, the small screen. Yeah, I agree. Dina Martina, check her out on YouTube. If she is coming to your town, you must see yeah, her. Yeah, you must see her live. She's, she's been doing incredible. some streaming shows. She did mm. a, a streaming holiday show that was <clears throat> one of the funniest things I've ever seen. She is an American treasure. And just the J and the G situation. The J and the G situation. She transposes her J's and her G's. You got to see it. Effortlessly. It'll make sense when you do. Oh, my God. I'm Dave Holmes. Uh, My book, Party of One, is available where books are sold. And I would like to recommend the British soap opera, Coronation Street, which can be found (laughs) on BritBox, especially now that Yasmin is out of prison and Jeff has fallen off the roof. Oh, my God. You don't need to bother with him anymore. Uh, I'm worried about Faye. But I'm always worried about Faye, especially with Anna off the cobbles for now. But you know what? I think she's going to find her way. She will. She's a, she's a smart young woman. Uh, Holly Byrne, Orlando Labor, thank you so much. You there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes. With us were Holly Byrne. Make a noise. Bye. Ooh, I don't like that one. And Orlando Leba. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and Sea Shanty Songwriter of the Year, John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Woo! Woo! And we all love you. Bye. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported